Welcome to Life is a Metaphor mini podcast, where we explore the many metaphors that life has to offer. I was in a conversation with someone recently, and she used this great metaphor that was having to do with gardening and forests and trees. And those are kind of my favorite kind, actually, because I love plants. And in this case, also, I had really experienced what she was using this metaphor on. I don't know about you guys, but when I overmanage my garden or like get too wrapped up in it or think that I can like make it do this or that or get worried that I need to XYZ and like do too much with it, it all goes bust. If I, however, forget about it for like a week and be like, oh my God, the garden's probably a wreck. We've forgotten to go and check X, Y, or Z. Then we come in there and it's like, like amazing fruits and vegetables everywhere, you know? So, so anyway, she was using a metaphor and it was about not doing and doing, you know, when do we not do, when do we do nothing and when do we do something? And that's kind of this quintessential question. I think it's always just like a really difficult balance for humans to strike. And so I loved this metaphor because surrendering, like, you know, people talk about like kind of surrendering and I do understand that concept. I absolutely get it. And I even see the beauty in it. And like, yeah, whatever. I don't even need to explain further. But what someone noticed, in fact, um, she noticed that when I'm talking about like letting things go or surrendering or doing nothing, it's usually with things that I don't like. Like, you know, okay, I don't like this, but I guess I'll accept it. Or, um, And it was just a little bit of a, like a, a glimpse into the flavor that surrendering usually has to me. I mean, I do it and I'm grateful for it and great things come of it. And But it is usually when I am sort of forced into a situation that I don't really love and I like use surrendering as a method, a method of dealing with it. And it can be absolutely a method. But she was sort of pointing out like, what about using it when you aren't forced in an I don't like it situation, like using it by choice for like something that's great and awesome and you are interested in having kind of thing. Like use it not just when you're trying to handle displeasurable things, but use it when you are trying to sink into and enjoy pleasurable things or something, you know, something like that. And it was like, huh, okay, interesting. Interesting that you're noticing that I usually refer to it or, you know, in these ways. And and then the metaphor that came out of our conversation really kind of fleshed this out even further about surrendering. And uh, basically, so it was about plants and it was about kind of overtending a garden, which, as I already said, has happened to me many times. It makes me wonder in amazement why, you know, when I forget to my garden and do nothing and leave it to like grow over and just go crazy for a week, does it always look better than when I'm in there loving it and caring for it? Because I'm thinking that's love and that's care. But anyway, I mean, it's just an amusement. 
And clearly, you know, this, yeah, this metaphor that we came up with, like, it's hard for me to start at the beginning, because it was a whole conversation. And we kind of developed the pieces as we went, and they didn't go linearly, we kind of did it like backwards and sideways. And how about this middle piece, and maybe this, uh, but I'll just give you the overview. It's kind of like, okay, how is will you get what you want if you do nothing? You know, will you get what you want if you do nothing? Because that's a question that comes up in my mind immediately when people say, you know, surrendering and doing nothing is like all that's needed. I mean, it's all that's needed. It's what makes everything so great. And then my mind immediately is like, will you get what you want if you do nothing? Uh, I don't know if I believe that, you know? And so it's these two conflicting things. Like I said, this, this argument, this thing that I think goes on in many people's head. And this metaphor made it great because it was like, okay, well... Will you get what you want if you do nothing? Well, the forest grows and there are trees in it if you do nothing. Absolutely. The forest grows and will you get what you want? Well, you'll get something enjoyable. You'll absolutely get something enjoyable because the forest is enjoyable. Will it be exactly what you want in a very specific way? Maybe, maybe not, you know? I mean, maybe probably not in a specific way, but will it be something that you do want? Will it be something that is want-worthy, something that is enjoyable? Yes, you will get something enjoyable. Plenty of enjoyable things, tons and all enjoyable things do happen with or without you tending them. Uh, will it be specifically, you know, will that forest grow? Yes. Will you have trees? Yes. Will there be amazing plants? Yes. Will they be exactly the plant that you wanted and exactly the place that you wanted? No, probably not. I mean, or, you know, if you're wanting that. Plus, as humans, I mean, I think that we also want this deeper thing where we want to be co-creators. We want to have some influence to have the plant that we want. We love this beautiful forest and we got plenty of enjoyable things and pretty much all we could ever want is right here in the forest. I mean, one could easily make the argument just like these people that are saying, you know, if you surrender and just do nothing, all that you ever need and could ever want will happen. You know, yeah, good point. Kind of like the forest has everything that you could ever need and you did nothing. And Yet, there is still a desire to co-create, to have a little bit of influence, to have a little bit of input and put your intention forward to co-create with this beautiful forest and get to place an intention, you know, be more specific with it because we are individuals within this whole world. And it's, so it's nice to kind of be able to nudge or intend and have some influence too and it may be, not because we actually need that one plant to grow in that one place or whatever, but it may be because of that deeper need to actually participate and co-create with the world. That may be why we need to plant a seed and like, you know, put it where we wanted it. And so who knows? I think it is. Absolutely it is. It's that plus, yeah, maybe we do want a specific plant in a specific place Instead of having just this beautiful forest that has everything we would ever need, but we might have to go out and find it. And we want this like here next to our house in this way because it's, you know, a specific thing that we've come to love. It's a plant that we're fond of and we would really like it here next to our house, you know, so we can eat its fruit or whatever. Okay, well, in that case, that's where you get to do the doing. And you can see how doing the doing instead of just doing the nothing, 
does create convenience and expediency, you know, like things happen quicker if you're able to put that tree here, you know, and just like doing is a very productive kind of way to get things done or to get life moving in the direction you want. Plus, again, like I said, that satisfaction of being able to direct and manage and have some influence in your own life, that's a very empowered sort of feeling. And we love that creative act. We love that participation. We need it. I would say it's definitely a basic need. So then you have that other side of you that's like, well, will I get what I want if I do nothing? Yes, you'll probably, you know, this forest will be there without you doing anything. And therefore... Uh, you'll have everything that you could ever want, all the enjoyable things. But will I get what I specifically want without doing anything? Uh, you might have to do something for that. If you really have something specific and you want to co-create, then that may be that you need to plant a seed. And that's when the gardening comes in. And the error that we might make, though, as gardeners is thinking that you do all the things. You plant the seed and then you tend to it and then you, you know, make it a pathway for the water and then you make sure that there's nothing there and make sure that it goes this way and make sure you twirl it this way and, you know, trim the leaves this way. You know, this extra tending, especially in my own life, can be this over-management. And that's when, you know, this reintroduction of that reminder, reminder of the surrender component is important because, there is work to be done and work is really important and it's a satisfying thing to do the work and to make some choices and to have some intention and to exert your influence and your voice, express your voice and to co-create. But that's in choosing the seeds. That was this really cool little component when we were fleshing out this metaphor. It's like, well, maybe the work isn't in growing the plant or tending the plant because the sky has that. I mean, the water will come and the earth has that. I mean, you know, the roots will grow and the nutrients will be there. Maybe that active thing that we do and the work and the enjoyable, you know, stuff that we're intended to do, that influence that is that balanced stuff, that's in choosing the seeds. You know, that's in really deliberately and carefully because, man, it is a life's worth of work to choose the seeds of the plants that you want to grow carefully. I mean, that's already hard enough. I mean, not that you should paralyze yourself with it forever, <laughs> but you are continuing to plant seeds and then you are letting them grow. And you maybe you're leaving that or putting a great deal of trust in the surrendering to the forest, to life, to nature, to do, you know, and letting that handle growing it. And the majority of the work or your real role is in making the selection or the choosing of the seeds. Which plants do I want? Why do I want them? Am I really clear with myself on, you know, me feeling like I want these and me making choices about where they're best used, where I want them to be, which fruits, for what reasons, what benefits, you know, all the things that might be mind reasons, like these are very practical reasons why I would want this plant, or they might be heart reasons, like this feels like a kindred spirit, this is a really important plant to me, you know, whatever. And then we 
make our selection with the seeds. And it's not a one-time planting. I mean, you're planting every season. You know, that's the other thing I love about this metaphor. It's not like you choose them for, you know, four seeds your entire life. No way. You're always doing this. You're choosing the seeds and you're planting them and you're putting them in the earth with intention. And even in that intention, you're making choices about the earth. Which which soil am I going to put them in? And, you know, with what sunlight and under what sky? How much sky and sunlight time does it get? How much rain will it get here? You're making that. But it's, the work isn't in doing that the entire time and like tending to them and making sure that the water gets on them. Instead, it's sort of like, you know, that's the upfront. You do the work in the choice and in the intention and the influence that you're saying, like, these are the things. I've made the choices. These are the seeds. I'm putting them here and I'm putting them, you know, in this soil and I'm going to put this additional soil on top of it or, you know, whatever. And then I'm going to let them grow. And that's in the doing nothing part back again, you know, and, and maybe we don't let off and trade there and let it go to the doing nothing. And also, I think at that point, it's not as much of doing nothing. I mean, doing nothing, that's the example of the like forest. You're literally doing nothing and the forest is growing without you. All right. And then the doing something, the joy of doing is in selecting the seeds and putting them there because you have the specific influence that you want to exert over here on this area and have these plants grow here. Cool. And then what comes after that? Well, maybe it's a mix, you know, because then after that, it's like, I'm going to do lots of nothing mixed with some somethings that become apparent to me or that are like obviously my role because, I mean, you know, you are now in partnership as co-creator with nature at that point you are now together and that's what you wanted that was that deeply satisfying thing is to actually participate and create alongside of the universe and so now you guys are in partnership and so then you should act in partnership in an equal way where you're there to participate if needed if it is clear that your partner needs you <laughs> you know or that kind of thing if your partner's calling you to like help then great, but you're not at all there to make anything happen because you're in partnership, don't forget, because <laughs> I do sometimes forget, you know, with the passive, you know, doing nothing aspect. Like I'm in partnership with the rest of the universe, or the sky and the uh, rains and the sun and the earth. Like I'm in partnership and they've got it too, you know? So I like hands off it because like they got most of it, you know? And I'll just jump in when they call me to or I'll just jump in when it's obvious that it's my turn to jump in and it's, you know, really more of this conversation and this participating together, this co-creating that then happens after that. So that was the metaphor that we came up with and it really sheds new light on just like how to balance those two things for me it's like oh gosh okay that makes sense you know the how much do I do do I do nothing or do I have to do something like will things fall apart if I do nothing how come doing something is such an important satisfying thing too if doing nothing is so valued and is this beautiful surrender thing like and, you know, where is that balance between doing something and doing nothing? Uh, because the doing something seems so essential to and it's proven to be essential. You know, you can't if you just do nothing, you do have a beautiful forest of trees and maybe you do have everything that you need 
but it might be out of reach and you might spend a lot of time running and searching and trying to find it, you know, and you might instead want to <laughs> put some intention and do the doing something uh, to get some of that in a, a way that is more what you would like, you know, and like manage it to a little degree, make the choice, put forward the influence, the intention and, you know, have it happen, do something to build it and to create and to participate. Anyway, it just makes a perfect balance. Now, there was one more thing that I feel like came up and it's a little bit like of an adjunct, but I think it's also a cool part of the metaphor. And that was, you know, when we talked about this whole doing nothing versus doing something. Sometimes doing something is actually kind of like getting out of the way of doing nothing. <laughs> okay, and in the example that we were using with like the forest, you know, sometimes you have to do something because, you know, maybe you wrecked the forest and you can't just do nothing because there's like, you know, an oil spill in the forest and you have to do something to undo what would allow you to do nothing, you know? There, so, and what is that a metaphor for? You know, that's sort of like internal wounds or damage that are like preventing life flow or like blockages and ways that you've kind of disconnected yourself or maybe you didn't even do it actively but that you've gotten disconnected from the universe at large and how it just like operates and flows in its natural way maybe you actively shut it out maybe you've got some beef you know like just sort of like how people say oh i was in a fight with god or something you know and it's just it just means like you know, I'm saying effort to the world right now, spiritually in my heart and to life flow or whatever. Okay, and maybe that's something that needs to, you need to do something um, in order to let that natural state of doing nothing take its rightful place again and like get back in balance. That was one little component. Another was that, you know, there's not just doing something. And then, you know, doing nothing, there's also this thing of not doing the things that will harm the beautiful, blissful state of doing nothing. <laughs> so again, using that metaphor, not doing things like chopping down the forest, <laughs> because if you want to believe and know and be in that beautiful state where doing nothing will grow an entire forest, right? Because just like a forest, I mean, we can say doing nothing grows a whole entire forest. Well, and then I'm sure several pragmatists would be like, well, that's only if there was a forest there to begin with or some seeds that were in the soil or soil that's exposed and not covered by concrete. If you do nothing and there are no seeds and no other trees or plants around to drop it and concrete everywhere totally blocking, if you do nothing, no no forest will grow, you know? It won't be that, like, everything will be great and there'll be plenty of enjoyable stuff that just happens on its own and all the things that you need will be there on its own. There are occasions, much like with our forest metaphor, where that is not true. That is not true. You can't do nothing and have this uh, enjoyable things that develop or whatever that, that show up. There are things like that in life, too, where if you are blocking that flow, if there's like cement, you know, around your heart or trauma or a wound that is, you know, 
preventing there from being seeds. Like the seeds have been removed. The trees have all been cut down. If there are uh, things that you're even actively kind of doing to harm that growth of that forest, whether you're doing it intentionally or not, or whether you have other good reasons that seem like good reasons in other areas of your life, like, you know, realizing like, oh, okay, so there are times when, I mean, ultimately, what will happen in this natural flow is, you know, doing nothing will create a forest. The forest will still grow. And there will be enjoyable things everywhere. Enjoyable things will happen even when you do nothing. But that is when you're talking about a flow state in life or like how the universe flows, you know. And then you want to participate in that flow. And that's when we were talking about the planting of the seeds and like getting to co-create and be a participant in that. But then there's this other place that did provide, you know, again, another interesting layer of the metaphor. There's this place where there are blocks to that. Like the natural flow of the universe isn't able to happen because there's concrete over the earth or all the trees have been ripped out because of a trauma you've dealt with and there's no seeds available. And in those cases, ooh, same deal, you know, like doing nothing not as many enjoyable things happen. I mean, there might be a little straggler seed here and there because those things are robust and they will, you know, make it happen, you know, any way that they can. But it might not be as flourishing and wonderful. And that might be what you need to go in and look at. You might have to do a little more of something to get that flow state happening so that you can get to the place where more of doing nothing uh, more of that surrender can still yield all the enjoyable things to get that forest going again. And so you might have to go in there and bust up the concrete, you know, and that's going to feel like a lot of doing and it might have to be for a little minute. It might have to be like an extra boost of doing and also some awareness, right? Because maybe it's just in being aware like, oh, there are no trees here. And it's as easy as just getting a handful of seeds, you know, but like, oh, there there aren't. And how did they get gone? Oh, they got gone because of this trauma and things got ripped out. And it doesn't have to be barren like this. I can reseed this. And it, it doesn't take much. It doesn't have to be grueling work like the concrete busting, but it might be. Sometimes it is simple, but it takes the awareness to notice and to, you know, just sort of do a little something about it. And then that can start on its own. So, you know, not that that works perfectly. To me, there's still some more questions in my mind that I want to kind of flesh out with that. You know, like, okay, so then, yeah, whatever. I'm not even going to get into those. I'll do that another time. But I did like that other layer of the metaphor, too, where it's like, all right, and then it plays in, too. Same subject, different piece to it, and still offers kind of some interesting balance or interesting ways to sort out those questions of balance for yourself. You know, we're thinking, all right, how much is too much? How much do I do? How much do I not do? And, you know, what is this partnership? Thinking of it like a partnership also really helps me a lot too because realizing that those two things are not in conflict. It's not doing something versus doing nothing. It's the doing something with the doing nothing. They're in relationship. They're co-creating together. It's me and the forest. It's me planting my seeds with the forest, you know, but being aware, you know, to not plant seeds that will actually impede and harm the forest because the forest is also this thing that I'm creating with, you know, and this is 
a relationship that I'm participating. That's where the joy of doing something is even coming from. So I better not cut that off in, you know, making it so that I have nothing to co-create with or participate with. And, and I need uh, the doing nothing force. I need that big universe force so that I can like let go and have all kinds of enjoyable things happen anyway because that gives me all the surprise and the relaxation and the watching and the wonder and all the other things that I need too that are deep fundamental needs for me in this life too so anyway see what you think of her metaphor thank you so much for listening I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can I find it brings connection back it enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.